great news. The Drop with Frank and Brian is officially brought to you by Switch Suspension. Switch Suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components. Lift kits, lowering kits, air ride suspension, wheels, tires, steering, and brake upgrades. They use all the best products from the best brands. And these guys are truck guys. You roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles. So they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles. So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website, switchsuspension.com. Welcome to this week's show, The Drop of Frank and Brian. I'm Frank. Did you change your sweatshirt? I did. <laughs> and my hat. I told you. I told you. I said, I'm going to change my sweater and my hat. Are we oh peeling back gosh. the curtain? Yeah. We're peeling back. Okay. This is episode 33. Welcome to episode 33. Um, it has only been 15 minutes since we filmed the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank had to do a wardrobe and, uh, change. Well, I was trying to like, if <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> No, I'm wearing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording these episodes back to back. Brian has just gotten back from his New York trip. I hope it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't gone because we are filming these episodes back to back so we can stay on track to bring you guys content. Content. So this episode will go up. This episode will be up the 19th. So right. if you're listening to this, um, it'll be after the 19th and I already have already gone to New York. Yeah, I hope it was fun. It was cold. It was rainy. Cold. You got mugged. I got mugged. <laughs> and um, I did some mugging. You did some, got mugged and did some mugging. Hey, you eye for an mugging. eye, baby. <laughs> yeah. And this so, will be the first time that I will break my or not be counting my calories since August. Oh, you go, you're just going to. I'm just just going for it. Just free balling it. That's awesome. Hey, man, that's yeah. what, dude, that's what vacations are about. Right. Do you remember our Nashville trip? We went insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It took me months to recover from that trip. Yeah. We went insane. We were yes. like, we were just there. We were like, hey man, you want to go check out this milkshake bar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, after yeah. we eat barbecue. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know how we were walking around that week. Dude, it was so crazy. And that, and do you remember that the, the little funny thing that happened with that? We were trying to find the milkshake place. Oh, and, I knew exactly where it was. And yeah, and you're like, here it is. Yeah. Yeah. When we came out, because Angie's like, it's over there. I'm like, no, it's down the street right here. She's like, no, it's over there. I forgot what we bet. But then when we came around the corner, I was like, whack. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah, it was a fun trip. But, uh, but was, well, um, which is good because this episode, this episode here, episode 33, we're going to finish the questions that we were doing last week. And this first question has something to do with trips. I Did you pick that question? Because I was that's the question I was going to pick. Go ahead. Vic, uh, was it Vic's? Like Vic Mini Truck Revival? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see his. Man, I'm terrible at this. You are terrible thing. at this. All right, go ahead. Um, so Vic Mini Truck Revival for our guest from, what did I call him? Vic Lopez? Victor Lopez? Yeah, you call him Vic Mini Lopez. Truck and Takeover? <laughs> I don't know. That, the whole thing was a little bit of a hot I mess. I know of Victor Lopez. So He's Gomez. I t- so, I mean. Eh. His is Gomez. I said Lopez. It's a little racist. That's okay. And you also called him Mini Truck and Takeover, which I... <laughs> I did. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I know. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. It's okay. I'm so, also I'm all saying it's okay for me. He probably is like furious. He's just like, ugh. He's like, I'm not that company and my it's not my last name. Right. They'll be like, uh, Brian Smith. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Smith's not my last well, you know, you're white. It's all the same. Yeah. Thing. Well, what about me? I'm Frank Newton. Well, <laughs> that's not technically that's not my government name. My government Whoa. name is Francisco. Yeah, Francisco. There should be a fancy name after that. You want to know what my middle name is? Huh? Leonard. <laughs> God. <laughs> you are a lima bean. I am just like a hodgepodge of stuff. All right. Anyway, so, so Victor, what did Vic say? Victor, Victor Lopez for Mini Truck and Takeover. Right. No, Victor <laughs> Gomez for Mini Truck Revival. Uh-huh. He said, 
What is it like spending days on the road with each other? Mm. Who gets annoyed at the other first? That's a good question. That's a really thanks, Vic. That's a great question. He said he meant to ask us on the podcast, but oh, he's he was too busy talking about himself the whole time. Like a guest should. No, I was kidding. No, that was great. You know, every time we we do these episodes and we go back because I, uh, you know, like we said before, I review them, so I review them. I'm like, damn, I should have said that. Or I yeah. should have brought that up. So it happens. And that's why we'll have him on again. And then he can remember all the things that he wanted to ask us. Also, or, Roulette said, why did he get two hours and Vic only, Vic got two hours and Roulette only got an hour and something? Vic's more interesting. Sorry, bro. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you set me up for that. Yeah, I did set you up <laughs> you for that. I told for... Roulette is because you wanted to go bowling. That's true. And um, you sometimes, i not a good gauge on when I'm consuming beverages uh, and yeah, you were like, I, yeah, I was kind of like, like, Oh, this fool, he's ready to, to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank's ready to go be Frank. <laughs> yeah. Go be Frank. <laughs> so yeah, that's why, but we will have roulette on again to there's stuff. There's stuff about roulette that I, I realized that I didn't ask and should have, you know, went into more detail on. So, yeah. So basically we are going to have these guests reoccur at some point in yeah. the future. And we still need to have uncle Joey's FFF story time. So we need to figure that out. So, you know, we're actually winding down the year when this episode comes out, it'll be the week of Christmas. And so, you know, we're, we're winding down this year. We announced our giveaway on the last uh, episode for the AccuAir E-Level kit. Um, We're kind of, we're coming into the new year. So we got, we still got a lot of ideas and we still have a lot of stuff to cover. We're not done yet, man. We're not out. (laughs) Maybe we should have Joey on for our year anniversary. Oh, but that's not until May. And I'd want to have him on before that. Well, it comes fast. It'll be like... Oh, that's true. I know, man. Yeah. Hey, do you know... Dude, LST is only like a couple months away. Yeah. Gosh. I know. Yeah, so crazy. So Anyway, back to Vic's question. <laughs> All right, Vic. <laughs> um, <let's see. laughs> I like how we almost went into a depression right there. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't wait for LST, and it's great weather this year. Oh, man. I, yeah. Well, uh, we're on track to have a great year. Yeah. You know, you have a... Lonnie, I'm sorry. You have sometimes you have not a great year, but it's following up with a really great year. We're going to have the best weather. It's going to be the best time. But with the way that plane tickets are, plane tickets are looking, Angie's not going to be there. So, oh, we're are we going to do this LST thing? It's looking like that. Uh, we're all right, Dallas. Get ready, my Dallas crew. Yeah, and I'm, my Houston crew, and uh, we're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to do this. Yeah, we're going to have to do it. It's going to be interesting. I'm just it's not going to make a video. Well, let's, we can do that. I, I told everyone that I wasn't doing show coverage anymore, and, and then all then of a sudden proceeded I proceeded to do show coverage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have told everyone I'm doing show coverage, and then stopped doing show coverage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I that, meant, see, that would have been funny. Like you just go all and you're like, all right, man. We're, I had to oh. fulfill my promises, which were severed. Was my last one. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now LST will. I have to figure that. I have to figure my life out. Anyway, yeah, same here. Right. Let's answer Vic's question. Uh, Vic's question. So it, uh, it, it, his question was like, what's it like being in the truck together for hours and hours and hours and hours? And you know what? Honestly, it goes by really fast. You would think like, oh my gosh, we got to spend 24 hours to drive to, mm-hmm. you know, wherever we're going. It, it goes by really fast. I've noticed the first. So what happens is Frank will get here because 99% of the time you're coming out this way. So mm-hmm. Well, you'll get here really late at night and we'll load the trailer up or talk for a little bit and then we're asleep. And then in the morning, all of the stuff you're hearing on us talk about on this podcast is what we would talk about in the truck. Mm-hmm. And the reason we started this podcast is we were like, we should talk about this on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about now, um, when it, like the last episode when we were talking about judging a show and da 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 da, like those are just conversations that we have. Yeah. And now we're doing it and recording it. Yeah. And then, and now like the, the last trip we went on to, uh, Louisiana, that's what we were doing. Like, Oh, okay. This would be a good topic to talk about. You know, now we can't, now we can't talk to each other. I know. No, no, no. Stop. 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 We'll we'll pick that up later. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know, it's, you know, I have a, um, uh, I don't want to say talent, but I definitely have a knack for being able to sit in one spot for hours upon hours and upon hours and and drive. And it's really interesting because my family, like, I don't know, it sounds, this sounds strange, but, but bear with me. So like my dad was really good at driving. 
So my dad, uh, we, we've had many companies over the years. And at one point we had a tour bus company where my dad would pick up people, um, you know, here in LA and then here in LA, but in SoCal, in LA, all over and take them to like Vegas on tours. And he would be driving all the time. We had a trucking company that obviously you're just driving all the time. And actually before that, when he was really young, he would deliver motorhomes. He would pick up motorhomes uh, at some factory, you know, here in SoCal and then deliver them to all over yeah. and then fly back and keep on doing that. So, and my brother, my brother currently uh, delivers tra- his, his wife's family builds trailers and he delivers those trailers. My point is, is we're really, really good at driving and um, I'm no different. Like I can sit there for hours and hours and hours and just focus and just focus on the road. So that's why I'm saying like these trips, they seem to go quick. Like, cause the opposite side of that is, is remember when Eric from our club drove up to, uh, Oregon and almost oh, died. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, it just like, you couldn't handle it. Like, and that's yeah. the other well, side of it. So I guess it's like a, like a skill. Maybe that's the right word. It's a skill. I put like, I can drive for long distances because I don't drive every day. Hmm. So that's I a good leave point. the Me house. Neither. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good so point. I, well, if you're sitting in traffic every day, commuting, mm. you the last thing you want to do is drive across the country. That's true. You know, me, that's the, I look forward to it. Like I am now to the point where I'm looking forward to LST. I'm like, okay, we, the last one we did was Louisiana. Um, couple months in between. Yeah. Let's road trip. Let's get out of the house for a couple of days. Do the, do this, you know? Um, so I think that's, that's one thing, but the, the, who gets annoyed with, of each other first thing. Who gets annoyed of the other first? I don't want to say, I I don't want to make this sound like it's like all puppy dogs and ice cream. I never get annoyed. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't, don't think so. I'm just like, because I think, I think from my, my mentality is, is getting annoyed would only like complicate things and make them harder. So yeah. why do that? Why? So like maybe if something does like, like, I guess if you do do something either one of us does something that annoys the other. I think both of us just go like, we can't dwell on this because it will only make the heart, the whole trip harder. And we need this yeah, to go it, as smoothly there, as possible. And if there is something, which I can't think of even anything. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. And I don't want to make it sound like it's all just like, you know, like everything's uh, yeah, fine, like, but it is like, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because we definitely annoy each other. We spend so much time, not to physically together, but we're in the same space with this podcast. And like, um, you know, like Frank, did you make teasers next week mm-hmm. or this week? And you're like, Oh, I forgot. And like, that's not an annoying thing. It's just like, we're in this, we share the same space. Mm-hmm. So we're, we, I don't want to say we annoy each other, but I'm sure we get on each other's nerves a little bit or something. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't not, know. <laughs> it's not even like a getting on the nerves thing. It's more of just like, a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, from my perspective, it's, it's only we have a, a mission, we have a job to do. I think that's, yeah, we have and, a goal. Yeah, and, and the, so anything that would, like, make that goal harder to achieve isn't worth getting into. So you kind of just, like, you know, put it away and you just move yeah. forward. Because you're right, Not so not only are we, like, in a vehicle, stuck in a vehicle for many, many hours, you're right, we, we're setting up the booth together, our booths are next to each other, we're working out of the same trailer, we're packing our stuff together, We, you, you have to have a, and actually, and I'm going to blow a little smoke at your way, is you taught me how to be that way. Like I used to, it, a long time ago, I used to get very anxious and annoyed, and me mm-hmm. and Angie would argue a lot. Like when we first started doing it, when we would go to shows and start setting up, we would argue a lot, and then the more I hung out with you and the more I saw how you handled situations, I apply that to myself. I was like, okay, there's it all. It is, and I said it again, all it's going to do is complicate things and make yeah. this harder. So it's better to just try to understand the other person, understand what they want, try to, um, as best, as best as I can to put out there what I want and then try to work it out. Yeah. Cause I think we, if anyone gets annoyed with anyone, it's a, each other getting annoyed with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, no, true, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I'll get annoyed with. Do you remember that time we went to LST and uh, I didn't have a gimbal? I just literally worked off my little mini crane and I left the booth and I came back and I said, "I'm not doing this." Yeah, I, yeah, There's, I remember that. <laughs> and uh, the, <laughs> transparency alert: we I we trade our booth out with LST. Like, and I provide content for them, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, there's a trade there, mm-hmm. um, media stuff. And I, I do a lot of work for them in, in exchange for the booth cost. Mm-hmm. 
So I remember when I came back, I said, I'm not making a video. And you're like, well, wait, now oh, we're yeah. going to have to pay for the booth. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and that was Frank only like my care. second LSD. Uh, yeah. I'm all like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. I hope we cover that. Are we going to be able to cover our costs? Like, yeah. So again, I, at that point, that was, a, I was getting annoyed with myself and then I had to come back to the booth and just get over it. Yeah. Because again, like you, you, we have, it's, there's too many moving parts to this to, for, for, to make it more complicated. Yeah. And we're, yeah. I think we're also super easygoing in the fact that there's no little weird quirks to get annoyed by. That's true. Yeah. I always, and to blow smoke up my own self is like, I can, I think of that and, and Angie will say differently because maybe, <laughs> maybe well, there's I, definitely maybe a different I dynamic compartmentalize there. it and then put it out another way because yeah. I'm hard to deal with at home with Angie and I admit that. But when we're out there, I consider myself like super easy going like, like, you know, uh, even, even like going somewhere and being like, okay, look, uh, you know, this is the, the sleeping situation. You got to sleep on the floor. I'm like, okay. You know, yeah. like it doesn't bother yeah. me or like, you're, you're like, it just, because I don't want to be that. I just want to just get, get the, get what we set out to accomplish, accomplished. <laughs> And be successful at it and then, you know, move on. Yeah. And I think that's too why we don't take a lot of these, like a lot of people on these trips with us. Yeah. Because that it changes the whole thing. Like, so here's an example. We get an Airbnb at LST. It's you and Angie, Joe and Morgan from C10 Vatos, and then me. And then usually sometimes Lindsay will be there. Sometimes we'll have someone there. But Mm -hmm. Joe will be like, hey, can we... um, it's like, can we get the master bedroom with this because of this? And it's like, yeah, not a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I look at everything, like, what's going to make it easier mm-hmm. for myself? What's going to make it easier for Frank? And what's going to make it easier for Joe? Because if you start to sit there and just battle each other for things, it, the, it, it'll unravel the entire thing. And you just mm-hmm. won't have a good weekend. You exactly. Know? Yeah, and that's the point that I'm trying to make. It's like, it would just compli- needlessly complicate things. That's right, because yeah. we have enough adversity to deal with anyway, with weather, with travel, with the with stuff that happens. There's there's already enough adversity. You don't need a man make anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I think that's the that's the thing. So, Vic, everything's fine, man. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. He's gonna come with us to uh, well, possibly come with us to Mini Nats. So <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he'll maybe we'll see it firsthand. <laughs> maybe that's the. <laughs> Maybe that's the time we like, we do. We lose it, and that's the end. Like that's a wrap for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll get annoyed with Vic. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think Vic's like us. Yeah, I think was, so. Super easy. I think, uh, yeah, like I sleep in my truck. I don't even care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what we found out in in a couple episodes ago when Vic was on. Like he's the same way. He just he just has he wants to accomplish a goal, and he's just gonna sit out and accomplish that goal. I when I was uh, <clears throat> a couple days after that podcast. And I was thinking about that. I was like, that, yeah, he's rolled up to the show, slept in his car, did the booth, and then just kind of went home. And I'm like thinking all the times of, at LST where, or any of these trips where we just sleep in the truck. Mm-hmm. Like anything to get the job done. Yeah, that's what Yeah, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the, um, you know, I hate that, like the whole like hustle culture mentality and all that stuff. But that's part of it. You just have to focus. Focus yeah. on what you want to accomplish. It'll be yeah, way easier. That, Here's the goal, go get the goal and then figure everything else. And then hopefully like we haven't slept in the truck on the way home from a show in a while. We've gotten hotel rooms. Yeah. Well, because like we've said before, you've said before, it's like, you just get to the point where like you just realize that it's, yes, it's costing you X amount of dollars, but mentally it's more beneficial to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the little things you learn. That's the little things you learn along the way. Again, to make that goal more streamlined. If you're like, okay, yeah, it's going to cost me an extra hundred bucks to do this, but mentally I'm going to be more prepared to finish this task. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to work a little bit harder to make my videos better. So I hopefully I sell five more t-shirts so I can afford that. So I get that hotel room without it. Like me thinking about the the budget process in the meantime. Uh, You know, my personality though, even with that, I'd still be like, hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I think about it too. I'm just like, running the numbers through my head and then you know the days of $40 hotel rooms are gone so everything's at least 100 bucks or more Mm -hmm. depending on was it um, 
on the way to last resort when we got that special comfort in. Oh yeah. It was like 74 bucks, but it was 74 bucks. It was $74. <laughs> that was, oh yeah, that was, that was interesting. That was an interesting time. It, but that's go in, a, close, goes, go in, close your eyes, wake up and leave. Yeah. We've done that. Do you remember the hotel in San Antonio with a huge blood stain on the floor? Oh, that we got sprayed no, in the face with oh, yeah, the, I got uh, insect. <laughs> Spray in the face of bug spray. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Well, and that whole trip. I mean, that that whole trip. Oh, that was, was the. You know, I mean, if any day, trip was gonna break anything, it was, and that was like one of the very first ones too. I think it was like was the sec- two thousand fifteen or something. Yeah, that was like one of the first ones. And if and if that didn't break anybody, that we're was still here. that was our first trip to scraping the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Doug's truck and his trailer broke and that whole deal, and and we weren't even. Well, I mean, you were making. I lost the. I lost a box of DVDs. That's right. They flew off the back of the truck <laughs> or got stolen cuz we stopped at we stopped at the uh hot dog place, Chicago hot dog place. Oh, that's oh, on the Phoenix. other side of town. Yeah. Yeah. And we're eating and then I didn't notice it until the next stop that they were gone. So either they got stolen out of the truck there or flew out of the truck. Right. And uh yeah. That's yeah. So I mean, we, there's been there's been so many Things that happen on these trips that could have broken everything, but they didn't, and we move on. The one may be coming. We don't know. We don't know. So that's the thing is just we keep on moving forward. Keep on. Hustle. Keeping on. Hustle. And yeah, do all that Gary V stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> stuff you're going to do anyways, but do it with and with a meme behind it or something. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a question from Jordan and a question. I, I like, we'll probably do Jordan's. I read this. I like this one. Robert Myers. Okay. Would you both be just as passionate for the scene? Mm-hmm. If you rode, rode solo and weren't in a club. I asked myself a similar yet a little bit different question. Would I be as passionate for the scene as if I wasn't financially involved in it? I kind of think about that sometimes. Oh yeah. I think about that too. Quite a bit. Like what, like, and that's sort of, sort of the same thing. It's like, would I be going to as many things as I did as I do? And I would like to think obviously in a perfect world, I would like to think I would, because if I wasn't doing this, um, you know, with a financial motivation, I would be doing something else to obviously earn money and this would be my escape. So another question would be was, would I enjoy it more? Like if I was, uh-huh. if I had a job, you know, making money and like my release was to go to shows and take my truck and go hang out, it might, it might enrich the, the experience because like I have, I'm just like, they're just doing whatever I want. Yeah. And to answer his question for me is, um, I, I would 100% still have the passion because I started going to shows even with the first, I remember the first time when I first got in forbidden, I was going to shows by myself. And I and SEMA, I went to a couple SEMAs and I just hung out with the guys from Severed and whoever was there. And then the club started to kind of come around and start going to SEMA more. So it just became better. Um, so, yeah, I, I think so. I think if I took the, the <laughs> imagine taking the grinder TV part out of it, the financial side of it, out of it and the club side out of it. I want I think the passion would still be there for custom vehicles, but mm-hmm. who knows about the scene in general? Like you, oh, I see. Like the mini truck scene in particular. Yeah, because if you take your club out of it and take everything else out of it, you just go to a show. Um, and I think this is this makes you have to have the passion for the vehicle first, mm-hmm. and then the passion for the social part of it second. Where so many people always say, "Oh, it's about the people. Yeah. It's not about the trucks." It's like mm-hmm. no, 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 because your dedication to your vehicle mm-hmm. spills over to your dedication to the club. Mm-hmm. So I like cool trucks. I like cool cars. Would I be going to like mini truck shows exclusively? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably, I don't know. I might get a sports car and do sports car things. Maybe I would go to the the track and do track things. Maybe because I do like fast cars. So mm-hmm. I do like Euro cars. I do like this. So I don't know if I would necessarily be tied down into this scene as much as I would be if I took the social aspect out of it. Um, and the club aspect out of it, but car wise, I'm still passionate about vehicles. Cause I think cars are cool. Yeah. I, I, and I kind of went off on a little tangent, but to be more precise in answering his question, I feel the same exact way. I've 
been in been into vehicles and cars and custom cars since I was very young and I've admired car culture since I was very young. And so, yeah, I probably would, I would probably be doing, doing it too with, you know, take yeah. away the club yeah. and, and the scene and stuff like that. I would, I just, I'm same as you. I just like when you, when you hear, uh, like the roar of a V8, you know, just something in your brain goes like, I like that. Or you see yeah. a flashy car, you see flashy paint. You're like, I like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, and I get along when it comes to the club stuff, like, and yeah, I know you're the same way. Like I get along with other people and other clubs just as much, sometimes more than some of my own club mm-hmm. members. And I think that's totally okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. So I could, I could go to a show and I've done this many a times with zero forbidden fantasy members. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Mike Milan from Perfect Poise will hang out, or mm-hmm. me and Joe from Severed Ties will hang out, or me and Brett, or it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is. It's just uh, or what club it is and stuff like that. But that's yeah. a really interesting question. If you pulled certain 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 things away from this, would you still would you still like go to Severed Ties show? Would you still go to the Forbidden Fantasy show? Like without the club. It'd be, it'd be really interesting and if everybody was like really honest with themselves it'd be really interesting to find someone who would be like oh you know you take away the you take away the scene you take away the club then i'm just out like it'd be it'd be really interesting to talk to that person just to pick their brain you know not to judge them in any particular way but just to try to understand like just be curious like wow that's really really interesting yeah, yeah. that's why i think the vehicle is just as important as the person mm-hmm. in a different way that the person is also more important than the vehicle mm-hmm. because um you also you don't you don't want to have a club full of a bunch of jerks or a bunch of right and certain, and we've seen a, that yeah certain types of people that don't align with your um, fun having social thing you know mm-hmm. people in people in car clubs aren't going to think the same way or live the same way but when you're at the car show you all have to be mutually respectful of each other because mm-hmm. you want to be around that club to be in that club but the reason you're in that club is because of the vehicle so if you took the vehicle part away, are you going to still hang out with those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That particular type of people. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, no, that's great. It's because like what it is, it's like this really not well-balanced, but definitely this, like this, all these, all these factors make up the whole, the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was great. If I, it's almost like saying, okay, here's it, here, here it is. If you won the lotto, if you won a bill, one billion dollars, which is more money than most people can fa- even fathom, yeah, right? yeah, uh-huh. like a million dollars, you could be like, okay, in this day and age, a million dollars is like, oh, I probably would still do the same things I'm doing now if I had a million dollars. But if you had a billion dollars, would you still be doing the same things as you are now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you a know? really good question. I probably would be doing the same things I'm doing now just because that's what I like just on a much, much grander scale. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 Like, who's the guy in the 38-foot tour bus with the mini truck trailer right. behind it? And that's it, the thing is, like, you know, most people would say, if you had a billion dollars, what would you build? You know, it would be like, they would say, like, the baddest Mazda on the planet, you know? Yeah. I would obviously do that, but then it would be, like, this giant, like, toter home RV <laughs> It's yeah. so ridiculous. I wouldn't be driving it. The guy I hired to drive it would be driving it. <laughs> yeah. I'd fly the, the well, I mean, yeah, I won't fly, but you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be, be doing the same thing, but we would be, it'd it be would much be more insane. It would be so, it'd be insane. It'd be so crazy. Cause, and my, I probably, and I probably, if I had a billion dollars right now in my bank account, I probably wouldn't be thinking about LST next year. I'd be going like, probably, I don't know if I'm going. I'm probably going to go on some vacation, probably going to go to Europe, probably going to do this, do that. Yeah. And, Maybe I'll come back to the, I'm going to take a break from that life. I'm going to start this life and then I'll come back to this life yeah. once I'm done doing this. So. Mm-hmm. No, very good. I don't even know how we started on that from that question, but no, that was great. Cause that's um, such a, all like, just like all these questions are for, they're so many ways to think about them. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's the great part about like all these discussions is, is there are so many layers to it and so many things that you could take away. Yeah. And this, that can go fold right into Jordan. Okay. Uh, this question. All right. Yeah. After that, I got one right here that that seems pretty good. Go ahead. All right. Is it which one is it? It's Mike Back Backy Bucke Bucke. Do I have that one? Oh, the best show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'll fall right into after Jordan's. Okay. Cool. That'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. So Jordan says, I don't know if this has been asked, uh, but maybe it has. 
what inspired you guys to even get in the mini truck scene, not filming and photography, but actually want to be in a club and build a truck. And I think we have hit on this, but we could yeah. maybe just do a short version of it. Yeah. Um, I, we were kind of already talking about that in the last question. Like yeah. I, it was the, it all starts and it sounds so contrived, but it's true. It's just like, it starts with the passion, you know, wanting to do this and having, you know, being interested in these crazy vehicles and wanting to build them and stuff. And like I just said, mine stems from being very young, growing up around cars and my parents having the, the vintage car lot and me being exposed to so many different types of people and types of vehicles. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Where, where was I going with that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, inspired, so he put inspired to get into the mini truck scene. Oh, okay. In particular. Um, in That's particular, so I, I bought it. Um, I had a '65 Mustang, and I sold that. You did? I bought it. That's uh -huh. new. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, small one. It just had the six cylinder with the three speed. It wasn't the 289 with the or anything like that. Hold on, before uh, you go any farther, I have to point this out. My first car was a Mustang with a straight six in it, not a five speed or an automatic. So yeah, mine was mine wasn't my first car. Oh. It was like my my first truck was an '83 Nissan 720. Uh -huh. Oh, that's and right. Then, yeah. Yep. And then I got a. Oh, I did from there. I did. I got the '65 Mustang from there, and then I sold that, and I got a Toyota Corolla to sell. Then I ended up getting an '86 Toyota pickup, which was officially my first. I bought it lowered, uh -huh. and um, I didn't know that. I like I didn't really know about lowered trucks or anything. <clears throat> got that, and then. I met Mike Quigley and a bunch of guys that worked at this pizza place in Riverside. Mm -hmm. And I, Mike Quigley had a lowered truck with a shell on it and it was super sick. And that I was just like, why is that like that? His, that truck got me pretty much into all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing the, the social part of it, that the social aspect of it, like a group of people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is, I like this. So that, that kind of inspired me was seeing a truck a truck lowered when it shouldn't and super low you know like mm -hmm. that's what inspired me to do all this stuff and then it just snowballed from there it's it's funny how like a series of events you know leads you up to that like had you not met mike maybe you met someone else you know because like that very similar situation happened with me too because being in i've had so many cars it's just funny you brought up a mustang because i had a mine was actually not a uh, that body style 65 it was actually a 71 and in the early 70s like mustang and ford were kind of making all these weird like offshoot like yeah. types like you know they had the mach one and all these different ones well this one was actually called a grande mm -hmm. it was a 71 mustang grande and um it was like because my parents had the car lot, you know, we had all these different cars and my dad refurbished this one to sell. No one bought it. So I ended up with it. It was white with forest green racing stripes with like a, a forest green, um, like soft roof. Yeah. It's a really interesting little car. It was uh, a weird time for Mustangs. Yeah. Early seventies. Yeah. Very weird time for, for Mustangs, yeah. but that, that was my first car. So, um, but that had nothing to do with my journey getting to here. That yeah. journey was, I had my OBS truck that I've talked about before that I always bring up. Um, I traded that for an S10. And this is what I'm talking about, those little things to where you are. So I saw the truck for sale, the S10 for sale, went up to the guy, said, hey, you want to trade? We traded. At that time, my, my OBS was on hydro, so it was already like sort of custom. So we traded. And I, it had all these wiring problems, so I took it to the stereo shop. And uh, it's parked in there. And Pat Buzzard, which was the president of my old club, Twisted Obsessions, was driving by. He saw the truck, thought it was the previous guy who owned it. And he's, oh, I'm going to stop and say what's up to him. So he walks in and sees me. And we start chopping it up. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, are you part of a club? And I was like, uh, well, no. You know, I'm, uh, well, at the, I was not part of a club, but. And I'm sorry, my, my, I'm all over the place, but this is this is all going to tie together. So not part of the club at the time, but I had already had ambitions to be in a club. And I've talked about this before. So growing up and being so interested in, in car culture, um, I knew I was going to be part of a club. I've said this before that I thought I was going to be part of a lowrider club. And in one previous episode, when I was talking about the logos and showing my plaques, I forgot to tell this like really funny little story about it, about growing up wanting to be in clubs. So I described in that episode my plaque being very special to me because I've always wanted one of those, and now I do with the, the, the you know, Forbidden Fantasy. 
when I was really young, 12-ish years old, I would, okay, I'm going to put this out there. I would go on like print artist or whatever, and I would like make up club names. I would print them out, cut them out, and put popsicle sticks on them to make plaques. Like I was making my own, making up my own clubs and making up club plaques when I'm like 12 years old, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so, um, that, that sort of, and then to go, that, so that was like a little side story. So to go back to about, you know, being at the, at this place at that time, you know, Pat says, are you part of a club? I said, no, not really. Even though me and my friend were trying to start one, but that didn't work out. And he's like, well, why don't you come to a meeting and check it out? And you know, the rest is history. I became part of that club for a really long time. But my point is, is like, those little things like what about i just kept my obs that was on Mm -hmm. hydros and i actually did really hardly pursue going after being in a lowrider club yeah you know how different would my life be you not met quigley and and saw something else you know and it's just crazy how we end up in this where we are yeah i always that all that stuff fascinates me about like the little things that change the trajectory of your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what was this question (laughs) What inspired you to be a mini in, get into mini trucking? Mine was <laughs> that whole story. lower, just seeing trucks low. I just think that's cool. Mine was just coincidentally trading my full size truck for a mini truck and just falling into to being a mini trucker. Basically, yeah, it's really la- it's not a, a it's not like a interesting story. Just how yeah, it is. mine wasn't like the oh I went and walked in the grocery store, pulled mini trucking magazine off the oh, shelf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those those stories. That was not me. Like I was. Going to the street races, mm-hmm. um, driving my truck like an idiot. And then I was like, oh, there's actually other groups of people with lower trucks. I'm going to join this group of people with lower trucks. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and mine was like I, I cut my teeth in Lowrider Magazine. I had stacks and stacks of Lowrider Magazines. You know, now later on in my life, being a person who's into sports, I wasn't when I was a kid. So, I, you know, now that I think about it, now that I told the story about me making plaques in my bedroom, you know, and also like I didn't have you know, Jordan or, or Magic Johnson posters in my room. I had low rider center spreads all over Mm -hmm. my room. Like those were like, and I used to have like El Ray and, you know, Gypsy Rose. And like, those are my heroes. Those cars are my heroes. Yeah. All right. What's the question that you have? Yeah. So, uh, this one is a good one. Uh, so this is from Mike Bucket. It's B-A-C-K-E with no accent over the E. So is it back, back with a silent E? Back A missing the the <laughs> the accent. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Um, he says he's got two questions. Um, the first one: What is what's the best show or location to drive to? Scenery, food, history, etc. And question two: What is your spirit animal? Um, just really quick, I'll start with the second one. I, funny enough, I've been actually spending a lot of time thinking about what, not necessarily my spirit animal, but the kids, you know, kids are kids. They always ask like weird questions and they're like, what's your favorite animal? I never have like on a good answer. I'm like, I don't know what my favorite animal is like. And I really tried hard. I was like, obviously, well, obviously dogs and cats like, you know, but those are pets. Yeah. But I, like, I, I, my, What is a spirit animal to begin with? It is a spirit animal. I guess is the same thing. It's like an animal that you identify with. Like maybe you're per, like maybe, um, you're you're very into i mean this is very uh uh whatever like you're into lions because you're like strong and you're powerful and you're like you're not and you're not not a a sheep sheep. you're a lion (laughs) (laughs) or you're like a sloth and you're just very slow exactly you're very slow or whatever yeah so those are your spirit animals yeah (laughs) i'm a sheep (laughs) (laughs) whatever you guys want to do let's do it I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm down for anything. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I, I've, and it's funny that I put a lot of thought into that lately. I like certain animals. I have a lot of animals tattooed on me. You know, I have eagles and owls and bears. Oh my! Lions. No, it's a bear. It's a bear. <laughs> Maybe your spirit animal is the bear. Maybe it is. It's oh. quiet and and cuddly, and then but it can pounce at any time. And just, just that's one thing. Actually, that's one thing I love about bears. Like, think about it. If you ever saw a bear, you're cooked. Like, yeah. that's a wrap. Like, you're done. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. I don't know. I've never thought about that spirit animal thing either. So I see funny memes about it. Like, a sloth is just like, don't give a crap. Just whatever. It's moving really slow. And, and sometimes people will, like, just, like, say people. Like, I've seen, oh, that man is my spirit animal. 
Maybe it's like a term that's just a whatever. It's a whatever. Whatever. Term. All anyway, right. so that was that. That kind of answered that question. But anyway, his his first question, <laughs> his first question is really good. Like, yeah. what show? Not only is it a cool show to go to, but it's like everything about that show: the scenery, the the travel, the food, like everything. I always say mini nets. Me too. It's pretty basic. And I, I was as I was reading that and thinking, obviously we're gonna say mini nets, or you know me and and you now too. Like we sound like such like simps for for mini nets. I you know. Here's the thing. It's one of the most beautiful parts of the country, dude. Yeah. Right. Like that whole area. Um, it, you just can't really beat it if you're a mini trucker because it's mostly mini trucks, badass trucks, lots of vendors. The town is welcoming. Um, mm-hmm. You're not having to worry about anything really. Um, there's plenty of food around. There's just there's plenty of stuff to do. And then if you want to take like a vacation, like how we've done to Nashville or mm-hmm. whatever around it, you can do that afterwards. But I, I was um, going to say the same thing because like if yeah. you're taking all things and in like into consideration, and we've already we are we already said enough about the show. People yeah. know about the show, and he said and like thing- food food and history, which you know. Yeah, and one thing that that you you mentioned in particular, which is really good, is the town is welcoming. Like yeah. the show's awesome, the cruising is awesome, but also the like all of that is the town is like super accepting. Because like that's like Maggie Valley, the the town that it's uh, hosted in. Like that's their mo. That's what they do. And I remember yeah. when when we stopped uh, at one of the little stores, I was talking to the lady who ran it, and and she's like, "Oh, you're here for the truck show," and it's like, "Yeah." And um, I, we just start chopping up and getting into it. And yeah, she's like, oh yeah, and, you know, next weekend we got a bike show. The weekend after that's like a low rider show. And then we got a hot rod show. So like that's their MO is they are there to host basically car events, vehicle events. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it's super, and, super uh, accommodating. Accommodating. Yeah. That's a good word. And then and also, think, oh, go no, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to, I was going to finish my thought saying that like, like you said, when we went to Nashville, we took sort of the back way. Like we didn't mm-hmm. go jump back on the freeway and went back to Nashville. We went down through you know, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and went yeah. around that way. And I, I maybe it's because like we are where we're from. And so we just see green and water and we're just like, wow. Yeah. I like, think so because a lot of people that come here to Arizona, they were like, I want to go see a cactus. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, I can drive up my road and there's probably 5,000 Seguro cactuses on the mountain right here. Yeah. And so I see it every every time I drive away. But to anyone else, they don't see that stuff. Angie you know one mean? time said, as we, as we were driving on the trip and she's just looking around, taking it all in, she's like, there's water everywhere. Water, yeah. it's just coming out, like, just out of the hill. It's just spurting out of the hill. Yeah. It's just fucking water. <laughs> and we're over here in the Southwest, like... Yeah, I know, right? Like, and it's just dry <laughs> nothingness. Know. We can't even water our grass <laughs> hey but on the on the same side of the coin and you know it's always you always appreciate you know where you're where you live and um traveling so much and i was saying that like you you always like the what am i trying to say here? basically you you we see where we're from right oh right and then yeah. so as we travel you know one of the questions that i get asked and i'm i'm gonna be very careful with this and not get into the whole thing, but it is a question that gets asked is when I travel and I go to all these different places, people always ask me being from California. They're like, what, where, where, where are you going to move to? Where are you, you know, just seeing all these different places, where do you want to move to? Yeah. I don't want to move anywhere because yeah. the farther and farther I go out and check out these places, I appreciate them. I respect them. And I think they're just stunningly beautiful when we're coming back and we get, go from like that really green, you know, Southern East coast vibe. And it gets drier and more deserty is like, I, 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 I get happy. Like I'm going home, you know, yeah. like, so as much as like we go out and explore, you're always, you know, you're always back to, you're always glad to be back to where you're from. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, you know, being a, a California transplant, I guess, is that how you, that, is that what I am? I'm a, I'm a transplant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm only a couple hours away from California and right. be, <laughs> it's still basically it, and the it, where you live now, you're basically back in California. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> um, I, I'm in the same way. Like I love visiting those those places, but I definitely couldn't live. I probably could live there, but I don't want hmm. to just because of certain aspects like it's real wet and, it's and that real was the humid, other mid and mm-hmm. there's a lot of but I remember being in Nashville after mini nats and we got that Airbnb and I was like. I could live here. And then the sun went down uh-huh. and the, the five million bugs came to the porch. And I was like, I could not live here. 
you remember the kamikaze bugs? Yeah. 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 Dude. So I'm so from you were inside, but I was outside. I was like, I was oh. doing the same thing. I was like, I cracked a beer. I put on cause we're in Nashville, yeah. you know, home of country music. I have a very particular taste in country music. So take that for whatever it is. So I put on my, my particular taste of country music and I'm like, yeah, just having a good time. And the sun went down and it just says, like, yeah. oh, that was weird. What was that? And then just getting annihilated with bugs and I like ran inside. Yeah. So yeah, the bugs are a bit of an issue there. Yeah. <laughs> bit of an issue. But uh, to, to wrap up that, that guy's question, you know, yeah, there are, there's so many places that are, that are great. And I've said before on the, the podcast that like when we travel and go to these places, I love just exploring like you, like you did, like you did in New York on your trip when oh, you went yeah. around <laughs> and you just, and you explored and you checked out the city. Like that's the best thing to do. It's the yeah, best. And it's it one is. of the perks of what we do. Yeah. And I think you should go to every show. Battle and Bama is a great, has a, there's so much cool stuff there. Slam fest, uh, LST, you know what I mean? Like, um, there's, and there's a bunch of shows that like, uh, we want to do that are different. Cause we've been doing kind of very similar shows for a long time now. And now we're talking mm-hmm. about doing like going to scrape in the Rockies yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Um, doing. We we never been to doing Colorado things. I don't know what mm-hmm. you do there. You probably just snowboard and smoke weed. Not in June. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do half of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. No, I'm really excited to do that. And that kind of to go back uh, to the beginning of the wait. Was it? Yeah. It was. I'm already getting confused. This episode, we answered Vic's question, right? Yes. About traveling. Okay. So to kind of go back to that one misconception about what we do, as much as we go to these places and explore and check them out and like, I always like kind of like find it neat that you can talk to somebody and you'd be like, yeah, I've been to this place. I can tell you exactly what the cool thing to do is in this place. I think that's neat. One misconception is though, is the travel part isn't cruising, checking stuff out and being like, oh, hey, that looks interesting. Let's go over here. It's relentless. Yeah. It is nonstop relentlessness. So there is like a sort of a caveat, sort of a rub to the whole thing. Like, yes, yeah. we get to check out these amazing places and really immerse ourselves in those places. But getting there and getting back, yeah. for, it's a mission. For us, anyways. If yeah, we, for us. Oh, for sure. If I'm we, talking about our perspective. Yeah, yeah. If we went to the show just to go to the show, we could leave at one in the afternoon and go do something. Mm-hmm. Um like if you we went to Battle in Bama, you're like, oh, cool. I've been here for five hours. I'm going to leave and go to New Orleans. It's an hour mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We don't get to do that because we can't leave at one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we have to do stuff that's directly usually around there. And also, to, to be completely honest, is you could we, we actually tried to do it on this last trip like uh, to Louisiana. We were talking about, like, hey, let's go up to Dallas and you know, let's check on your yeah. truck. Like, like let's, let's check it out. But by the time, and it's that, that little feeling that we always talk about, you pack up, you close the trailer, the, the doors on the trailer, and you're like, we are out. Yes. <laughs> and we just hit the road running to I, do what we said, to, to get back yeah. to where our home, where we were. Where, we feel comfortable. Well, you know? even mini Nats last year, I had this idea and I was like, Hey, and I hit you up. I was like, on the way out there, you have to pick something to do. And I have to pick something to do because I want these, I want the video to be more interesting. Not yeah. just like, okay, we're leaving. Okay. We're here. Here's the show coverage. Okay. We're gone. Like, all right, Frank pick, uh, uh, I don't know. Look on the map. See what's interesting off I 40. Oh, the K ca- these caves, let's go do these. And you know, what got me thinking, got me onto that thing was uh, channel five news. The Andrew guy, they did a bunch oh, of caves yeah. in Oklahoma, and I was like, "Yeah, the the Carlsbad caves or something yeah, like that." Something, yeah. And I was like, and then, but then when it came down to it, we're like, "Nope, we're just getting there because we we didn't like stopping. That's hours and hours of uh, mm-hmm. time wasted." So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's definitely a rubs, and that you know everybody. I'm not saying that what there aren't fun parts because there 100 percent are, but yeah, there is a misconception that what we do is like you know just this. Yeah, it is. It's a mission. This is what we were talking about earlier too, about, you know, having a, a goal and achieving that goal is like, that's how locked in we are. Yep. So yep. that was a, that was a good question. Thanks, Mike. But back. <laughs> sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mike <laughs> I'm really <Pitt>. sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you got another one. Uh, didn't you say you had a, to leave by two? It's two where you're at. It is two Oh five. Um, I should, we have about 15 minutes to get to an hour. Okay, well, so then, well, let's do one more question and then wrap it up. 
Uh, do you want to do a camera question or do you want to do a show question? We've done lots of show questions. Let's do a camera question. I'm <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that, but let's go ahead. You 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 will probably answer this much better. Well, I think it'll be good for both of us. Um, okay. It's William Freeman. Oh, Mr. Will Freeman. They are our producer. Our producer, Will Freeman, has a question for us. <laughs> Thanks, Will. <laughs> um, he said, favorite lenses and why, and post some of your favorite images with said lenses. So, Ooh, that is pretty good. Yeah. Um, up until recently, I haven't had a very, a lot of lenses. <laughs> lenses are expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very expensive. Yeah. So, I don't know. What I just got. So, I have. I'm going to get my lens collection out since they're right here. There you go. And this one. Those are my lenses and the lens that's on this camera recording me. Mm-hmm. And they all serve different purposes. But my new favorite, only because it's new and I just got it, is this one. What's that? It's a 70 to 180 um, long lens. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite lens. And that's what I took. Why? Of- why? Because I can stand real far away and zoom in really f- close. And then also for detail shots, like of motors, I can get really close, close detail shots. Instead of like moving towards the, the object, it gives mm-hmm. a different point of view when you zoom in towards the object. So like if I take a picture of like, like those pictures of Will that I took from the show where he was kneeling Oh down, yeah, those are cool. Those are that, super cool. That was That's probably fun. why he asked the question. He wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> that was with this lens. And the only reason it's my favorite now is because it's the newest to me now. Mm-hmm. But each of them serve a different purpose, you know, so. Um, so that just like that, that goes to when one of the very early on episodes, we did a whole episode talking about gear and, and yeah. cameras and stuff. And what we always say to people who are interested in doing it is start with something, start, I don't want to say basic, but just start with something. And then eventually you will want to do more. So you will get the appropriate gear to achieve those goals. Yep. And that's, and that's what's happened within that situation. You had an idea, you had a, a look you wanted to go for and the things you had didn't achieve it. So you had to go out and get something to achieve it. Yeah, exactly. And it took a long time to do it. Like it this, does. this lens, for example, is a, it's a more inexpensive lens and it's mostly for video. And it's a it, it it's a hundred five millimeter something, but it doesn't get very sharp photos. Oh, so but it gets great video. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I was like, I need a long lens, but long lenses are thousands of dollars. And long lenses for our like not so camera savvy listeners oh, are yeah, yeah. just like they zoom in on things. Yeah, they're like a lot of times you'll see a white lens, like a Canon lens, and it's white. Mm-hmm. Those are long lenses. Yeah, like two hundred millimeters or. Mm-hmm. For like nature and stuff like that, but um, this is definitely not the expensive lens. This is the cheaper version of the expensive lens. Mm-hmm. But um, so from my perspective, it's it's the exact same thing. Like I started with a kit lens mm-hmm. and realized that like you know everything was going good, but I wanted something um, you know more clear. You know can capture the color better, and that's my favorite lens. Is um, well, I'll get I'll get mine. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Oops. Actually, hold on. One second. One second. Uh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? You're missing. Okay. Where'd you get? Where'd you go? I went and got this lens. Oh. Oh. <laughs> mine's not a vintage one like that yeah. but i was just about to say you know it's funny it's so funny because i was just about to say like you know you being being the more um you and i'll and i'll say you are the professional photographer i'm I, <laughs> i'm proficient you know <laughs> because that's true that's what that's your job yeah. if you were to take kind of boil it down to one thing that's what you do you're a photographer and and make videos and that's what you do. So, you know, I was thinking like, well, mine, I really kind of don't have that many, but I guess I do. Cause I just pulled them all out and I'm like, yeah, wow. Okay. That's a lot of lenses. Over and time you start to collect them and you're like, Oh, I do. Yeah. Have but what's interesting is, is you collect them because 
you think you want to, like we were just saying, like you, you have an, an idea and you have a goal that you want to achieve with a look. So you go by that lens. And then like, that's where this little 50 came from. Like yeah. I thought I wanted a super fast lens and for our, you know, non-savvy fast just means like the aperture opens really wide. And this goes all the way down to like one point, one point. Yeah. Yeah. 1.8. And so I thought I wanted a super fast lens to really get that blurry background and everything. And I use this thing like a few times, you know, so yeah. it's just kind of interesting. And um, it, it always depends on what you do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what you do, because that 50 for what you do doesn't come in really much handy mm-hmm. um, because you're not doing a ton of photography or a ton of detail work or like right. nature photography or stuff like that. So Or like portraits and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so my favorite lens is is this one. This is the um, the twenty four to one hundred five Canon L lens, and uh, this is I still this is my this is my workhorse. This is what I use for. Well, actually, no, technically my workhorse is the the wide lens. So on the camera that I'm recording with right now, I have a, a, a ten to eighteen, which is this one right here. I have two, and I'll explain why I have two in just a second. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the workhorse. That's what I use the most. But for like show coverage and photos and everything else, this is this is the one I really like. And I remember when I first got this lens, um, and I put it on, and even just snapping a couple photos, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. It was just such a to go from a kit lens to this lens is a huge thing because this one is this was an expensive lens mm-hmm. too. You know, compared like a like you can buy the whole camera. Well, the ADDs don't come with the lens, but you buy like a kit like a T7i kit, you know, or something like that. It's like, you know, five, 600 bucks for everything. Just this lens was 1200 bucks when I bought yeah. it. So, I mean, it is, and I'm not like fixating on the price point. I'm just saying that like, it is an investment. Yeah. So when I got this thing, I just immediately fell in love with the, with the quality of photos that came out with the, how rich the colors were and how clear everything was. So this is, this is the workhorse. Um, and then I just have like this, like, the one that everybody has when they buy Canons, just this like super long lens, you know, zoom lens, the 250. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's, that's the guy that gets everything done for, you know, show coverage and stuff. But now the reason why I have two wide lenses and um, again, this is like you, you're, you're, you're acquiring gear and you're like trying to achieve something. So when I first got my gimbal, I didn't know how to use a gimbal. You know, so I put this, this kit on there. And since this is such a, you know, zoomed in lens to begin with, it was really hard to learn how to use a gimbal with this lens because everything was so shaky just because Mm -hmm. it's so zoomed in until I found out the hack was, is if I put a wide on it and just open it, like just go all the way wide and then, you know, record in 60 frames per second and then slow it down in premiere you can get away with a whole bunch of stuff like stuff's not shaky. You, it's so wide that you're, there's really, there's, you know, not a lot going on. So I yeah. use that. I don't want to say as a crutch, but I definitely use that because it was easy for a long time. And yeah. actually, to be honest with you, not until maybe halfway through this year, no beginning of the year. So the beginning of the year is when I put this one back on the gimbal and learned how to use it with this. Cause obviously this one takes, way better footage than this you know just it looks so much better and so and like you said able to zoom in on stuff and get the the real nice you know shots that you want to get yeah so again it's that evolution it's that evolution of starting to do something and then you know finding out like man i really wish it could look like this there yeah exactly there's um i know his question was what's your favorite lens so my favorite lens out of all of these lenses is this lens and it's I think it's the most inexpensive, second most inexpensive lens I have. Um, it's an 18 to 105. So it does, it'll get the wide shot done and it'll get the zoom shot done. And I love that about, because I, I don't want to be running around changing lenses while I'm filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a huge so thing. But it's just like, I can stand far back, zoom far in, get the close up shot, do this, do that, get the wider shot and all that. So. This is like you were saying the workhorse lens. This this lens right here, and I think if you're um, starting out, or if you're like um, uh, uh, want to up from the kit lens, um, you find that lens that that covers ev- that whole gamut of mm-hmm. wide to zoom, and then you'll find out if you like wide lenses or if you like zoom lenses or whatever, and then you take your next steps to buy those. But this is mine. Yeah. It's a, 
It's my favorite. It's not the, the sh- other- like I said, it's not the sharpest, but it's the best. I like it. The other question that probably ever, like we have all this like gear sitting out here and talking about it, they're probably wondering like, well, then why do you have two bodies? Because again, it's that it's it's streamlining the 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 effort. It's making it's making everything easier. Because I used to have just one body, and I used to swap out the lenses, and then I realized like I need an A and B camera. Like that's the vlog setup with a microphone. Like that's always staying on that tripod, and then this one is out doing the rest of the yeah. stuff. So it's just again, it's just all of all of these things are just born out of necessity. Yeah. Yep, and so, I like yeah. I I think long lenses are the way to go for me though. If, if I you, like long, I do. And, and, you know, it's funny as the other thing I was going to bring up is like, you know, I, I was talking about how I was using this like super wide lens as sort of like a crutch to, to get yeah. stuff done. Even at last resort, you were like, even on the gimbal, you were like, Hey, you know, you're in the wrong setting. You're like, cause I, I kept it on the real stiff setting. Oh yeah. And you're yeah. saying that. And now, and now I'm actually going through, you can see the footage where I switched yeah. to having the more loose and I'm yeah. like. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> always and that and what I, my point is like just always. There's always something new. Oh yeah, 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 to, yeah. And then like um, I don't know. That's a it's a weird question because I like to talk about gear, but when you talk about your favorite, it's like everyone has a different look that they like. Yeah, you know, like there are certain times when I like real wide dramatic shots and stuff like mm-hmm. that of people and things like that. So I think it's just every situation is different, and uh, and that's why we end up with all this stuff. <laughs> yeah in fact i'm gonna go use this lens today for a photo shoot is that where you're headed right now you're going to a shoot yep i got today i'm gonna go shoot details and then i gotta wake up at like five o'clock in the morning to shoot sunrise before stuff nice. yeah and that's why you're the professional and i'm just out here messing around <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, uh, no, that was, that was cool. Thanks, Will. That because I do like to nerd out on gear. I yeah. do. I I I hesitate because I don't know if people are going to be like, uh, okay, like you know, we're talking again. Like I had to take a second. Like, what does fast mean? What does long mean? Because yeah, we or, just like throw around these terms. Yeah, you know, people are like, huh? Yeah, I like talking to gear, um, but yeah. it's hard to on a podcast like this when some people are like, I don't what I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, here's the thing. All that all these lenses right here are also on here. <laughs> that's true. That's the biggest thing. That's so true. Yeah. Like, um, oh, guess what? Guess what I'm getting? Oh, did you order weeks. a phone? Did you order a phone? I did. 14 Pro Max, baby. But guess what? Guess what color it is? What is it? Purple. Because so, I'm not, just because so you have mine. A, I know. And I was going to be like, well, I don't want to get a purple one because Brian already got oh, Wait a minute. I want a purple one. I yeah. don't care if Brian already has one. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so but yeah, that like I'm so excited for that. But, but see, I kind of fits exactly what we're talking about because that will fit a different thing. Like a yeah. really good example was uh, a few episodes ago, I was talking about Dockweiler about how I tried to get my whole like rig into like this show, and the guy was like, "No, he's all, are you media?" And I was like, "No, I'm just here to to check it out." And he's like, "Well, then you can't bring that in." Yeah, but then you know my the my current phone I won't even talk about because it's trash. But Angie yeah. has a 13 Pro. And uh, I use that. And I'm like, oh, that, yeah. it's situational. You know, it's yeah. situational. And that, and I cannot wait to get that my new phone because that will fill a role where like doing, you know, the reels and and TikToks and and YouTube shorts and stuff. Like everything has a purpose. Yep. You know, everything has a purpose. You just got to find out what you like and then go after it. And Will is it's funny. Our producer Will is uh, uh, an Android guy, and he's probably like. Trash, stupid iPhones, stupid, stupid iPhones. I Androids had that for ten years. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Will, you want to know what my favorite cameras is? My iPhone fourteen. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. But anyway, well, cool. Well, right on. Thanks, Will. That's a great question. Yeah. So wait, when does this episode come out? It comes out the 19th. we said the nineteenth. So the Christmas week. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope it you guys are on Hanukkah. Oh, Hanukkah for the our. For our Jewish listeners, happy Hanukkah. Yep. Hope you guys are having a cool week. Uh, for our Christmas people, hope you're going to have a good week. Merry Christmas. Are you guys um, doing, what are you doing for Christmas? Just normal, normal stuff, man. Just hanging family. out at the house. Hanging out at the house. I, I'm like the host. Oh, my, okay. my house is always the host house. We always, I just, I almost got out. So Thanksgiving was a few weeks ago and I almost skirted out of it. Cause like, uh, you know, without going into a bunch of detail about it, but I'm like, um. 
Oh, I got to go early today, too. I forgot my kid is getting off the bus soon. So this is perfect. This works yeah. out really well. Sorry. Um, really quick. I I am I cook ever, all the food for us. So I'm the cook. Um, and so Thanksgiving, all these holidays, Easter's, I'm always cooking. And so this year I was kind of not stoked about it and I almost got out of it, but I didn't. And I had like 15 people <laughs> over for Thanksgiving. So anyway, yeah, my Christmas is just having a bunch of family over, making food, hanging out. Yeah, our Christmas is the, this New York trip that we just went on. Oh, that's cool. Hey, uh, and you had a great time, and you only got mugged twice. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and you I mugged that, someone, and I we did some mean mugging and got some mugging. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, cool. All right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out this week's episode. Also, like we mentioned in the last episode, we do have a new giveaway going on: full Accuware E level kit. Thank you to Accuware for getting with us on that. Uh, all you got to do to enter is go to grinder-tv.com, livelifecustom.com. Every $5 you guys spend, you get one entry to the drawing. Uh, so go do all that. And you'll get drop stickers because we're going to get more of those made. Drop stickers. And we have some a special, edi- some special edition stuff coming out soon. Working on that. Is that what we're working on? That's what I was going to ask you about, the drop stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll have that. 2023. We'll have that next year. Next year. Well, that'll be next year's problem. Yeah, next year's problem. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks for checking out this week's show. We'll see you later. All right.